The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Are you ready to join the podcasting revolution? With podcasting where you should know, you'll have all the tools and knowledge you need to create a successful show. From the latest trends and secret tools to building a strong team and protecting yourself with contracts, this book covers it all. Plus, you'll learn how to stand out and continue to grow your audience. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your podcasting skills to the next level. Get your copy of Podcasting What You Should Know today. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Show Radio. This is episode 634. I'm your host, Andrew. Hey, guys, and I'm Danny. This is your source for tech, gaming, and entertainment news, and we are super excited to talk about Last of Us. Episode 2, uh, the HBO. I- I'm surprised because I didn't play the game. But uh, before we get into that, I just want to say hello, Daniela. How are you? I am doing good. I mean, it's only Monday, Monday night. First, the hardest day of the week is over. So it's nice. Yeah, it's um, it's been it's been good. It's been good. It's been good. I um, I'm excited because I'm watching Last of Us and I've never played the game the way it's meant to be played. I'll say it that way. Right. And what I'm seeing on screen is absolutely incredible. Uh, so we'll talk about episode two. But before we get into that, I just want to say, you know, thank you for all of you who checked out the book, who showed love, who showed support. I'm grateful, you know, still feel like I'm on a tour right now. But I just want to say thank you. You know, shout outs to Black Oni. I was on his podcast. A shout outs to Viper, you know, from VidIQ, you know, for giving me an opportunity to talk about the book. So uh, exciting stuff um, and uh, definitely more to come for sure. Yeah. And it's just starting. Come on. It's just this is huge. It's going to be such a good year for you. It's, it it's going to be a good year for, for us. It's going to be a good year for us because I do believe that uh, there are things that you are launching this year. And I want to be behind you a thousand percent uh, for those things to come to fruition as well. So I'm excited for you. I don't know what those things are that are launching. You know what? I'm just trying to get back to streaming and every single time I am like, this is going to be the week and like my schedule gets all messed up. And I'm like, maybe I just need to go with the flow of my schedule and stop trying to work against the universe that's working against me, trying to have some organization in my life. Just yeah. go with it. But the problem is when it comes to streaming, it's just like you have to have that consistency that you're doing it, you know, going through those motions. But then if you're having to jump, in between days every single week it's kind of really hard for people to really know like what's happening oh you're gonna be you're gonna be here on mondays and wednesdays oh no not this week you'll be here on tuesday and friday oh no not this week you got sunday and thursday like it's really hard and i really like part of me wants to fight back because the universe i'm like no i want mondays and wednesdays please right (laughs) Right. please it's tough asking for those two days it's tough. It's tough because I, I do want to stream on YouTube regularly, but I don't want to play the same game over and over. Right. So I'm trying to figure out as much as I love the games that I love that I talk about all the time. Right. And their FPS is mostly I don't know if I want to always play those on on the channel. And I'm trying to decide what that's going to look like. Right. Moving forward. And even just um, having different topics to talk about 
within the next, you know, kind of like an eight, 10 minute, you know, framework or something like that. I'm thinking about those things for the channel as well, but I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to see. But um, Last of Us, Last of Us. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. That's all I'll say. So, Daniela, you first. I'm, I'm glad that you watched the second episode because I know that you're saying, you know, this horror scare thing is not your thing. You definitely gave it a go on the first one, but I'm so glad that you watched the second one. And, you know, I I still loved it. There are changes in there that, that were made from the video game. And to me, those are changes that made sense. And I know that I don't I don't think I've noticed too much backlash. Of course, like the hardcore gamers who love uh, The Last of Us and are they want to be diehard about it and being like sticking to exactly how the game was. Um, they're going to have complaints about it. They're going to voice it. But I haven't really seen too much on my timeline and of people who are watching the show complain about it too much and i feel like those changes are okay so i think the biggest one is is like when you're playing the game spores are a huge thing you know that's one of the ways you get infected saying that you have to wear your gas mask you you have to do all these things whereas in the show you have these creepy little tendrils that keep come out to me that makes more sense because if you have like in a video game world, you have the spores and you don't really think about the mechanics of the world necessarily that it just stays in this area. Whereas if you're adapting it to a live action and you're thinking about the real world, those spores would get everywhere. I mean, they're going to be in the air like we have the big island. We have the volcano going off and we have Vog hitting us all the way over here. And affecting us. Can you imagine if like spores, there wouldn't be necessarily a show because they would be everywhere. By this point, 20 years after the initial outbreak of all of these things going out into the air, nobody, nobody would, nobody would exist. At least that's how I'm seeing it in my mind. So for them to change that core thing into these tendrils that seem so much more deadlier, it's definitely creepier. Are you happy Um, with that change? I am because I think it makes it a little bit more believable a little bit more realistic and at the same time a bit scarier and creepier like just just the way that it just kind of moves and right I I I like it I do um I've been liking there's a there's a couple um the one thing is is that there's a lot of like really key points that kind of like they're not really super high action, but there are key points that people have been so great to put it on top of TikTok, Instagram reels about the comparisons between the game and um the live action. You're and talking how, about scenery or you're talking yeah, about scenery, lines, um, certain certain scenes that are are you you experience you can go through and comparing them and how close that they are and even exact lines. They're just it's so perfect how they just did it. And I, so, I know it's really hard to say or call something that's perfect, but it's pretty close. <laughs> so I'm trying to understand a couple of things that mean nothing to me, but I know it means something to the individuals who played the game, right? When he stood up on the rock and then he went down and then they started walking. Is that like a, a pivotal moment in the game? I don't think I remember that that scene. Can you play that scene? So, so they were somewhere towards the beginning when they started walking. He stood on the rock and then he looked over 
And then he got down on the rock and then they started walking. So I don't know if that was a pivotal point um, in the game or just the way they framed that particular shot. The other part that seemed to be significant, but I don't know because I I didn't play, was uh, the watch when he kind of like stood and looked and then he kind of like, you know, like. Oh, before he goes down the ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, So I don't know if like those shot, those shots were specific to like game stuff. But um, they felt like they were, you know, important. So that entire scene with them standing at the top, looking over, seeing the Capitol, talking about it, the whole watch thing over there, that's from the game. The rock one that you're talking about, I cannot pinpoint that in a game. Maybe, maybe just the movement, but I cannot say off the top of my head, yes or no to that one. And then the, the clickers walking around the boxes. That scene, yes. like that was game game stuff. Yes. Okay. Just how incredibly creepy that was, and it was so so accurate across the first time that I actually like come across them in the game. Like that adrenaline and scare, I guess you can say. Like, we're not scared, like tension that you have built right. up of like, oh my god, um, that entire thing was very, I would say, for me, accurate from based off of my experience off the game. Um, but I'm I not, think, I think I'm not listening really well. to the podcast. Are you listening to the podcast as well? No, I'm not. And I probably should. I'm not there yet. I really want to. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it because um, I, I'm just trying to understand like more of the world and, you know, just getting you know involved and in, in all the stuff that's happening, you know, on the screen. Because I know they give you a little bit more towards the end of the episode. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see what they say on the podcast as well. Yeah, I got I got to really tune in, especially when I want to just be taken into this because I'm really enjoying it. So I really I really do need to listen to the podcast and see what they have to say and just probably get a whole lot more insight because I, right now I'm just watching as like a, a fan and I'm sure there's so many things that I'm missing. So 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 the beginning, the doctor, right, that whole situation with the doctor and I was supposed to turn this off and I thought I did and I didn't. So, so the doctor and, you know, recommending that particular action, right. Um, to kind of like decimate, you know, every, everybody, Just bomb everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was interesting. So is, is that doctor in the game or that's just for the viewers to understand the magnitude of what's happening? The magnitude of what's happening. Okay. Okay, cool. So, which I, I think was done pretty well. It's kind of like how they introduced even for um, episode one, where they had that, I forget what year, 1960 something. The and they're show. doing that talk show. And I think it's just a way to introduce like the severity of this and how scary it would be if this was to come true. And it was it was a little bit of an addition. I liked it. It was good. Yeah, it, it builds up like... This is more than you think it is, right? And then they go right into, yeah, I, I like it. Uh, anything else that caught your attention? Because uh, I know we're just doing a just a reaction impression type for for episode two. I I really like it. I'm I'm enjoying it. I didn't know I was going to watch episode two, but I'm like, we have to because yeah, we have to, right? I definitely have to. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have to. So what else? What else caught your attention in the um, episode? Um, I think one of the things I thought was interesting and I had to go and double check on this is that, and it really broke my heart because you have the, 
the the biggest change, and I had to double check it, is um, there's a sign that says or describes how long it takes for you to turn. And in the game, it says like once you're like infected, it takes about like two days. Whereas the sign, I think it says the bites on the neck and it was like five to 15 minutes or if it was a leg, it was like two days or something like that. And it gave these different things. I'm like, I don't remember that. I had to go and double check it. Here it is. Yeah. Time to full infection. One neck, face, head, five to 15 minutes. Torso, arm, shoulder, hand, two to eight hours. And your leg or your foot is 12 to 24 hours, which I thought was mm. kind of kind of interesting there. Um, to have that change. And I guess that makes sense. I mean, if it's your, I don't know, neck or face, I guess it's closer to your main, I guess right. it's closer to your brain. So it's right. going to take over a little bit faster. So I guess that right. makes sense. <laughs> um, so, but it really finds a way of just changing things slightly. that I don't think is really, it's really too big of a problem. Um, I think it was just done with the, you know, the mindset that people who haven't played the game, um, it needs to be something that they understand too. That makes sense. Um, we we often forget that when it comes to video games, like certain things that make sense, we throw out the window. Like it doesn't have to make sense, and we right. accept that because it's a game. But when you're telling a story, um, and you're you're hitting an audience that doesn't even know anything about the game it it has to make sense to them and then i think that's one of the things i'm enjoying about watching it with my boyfriend who absolutely like i i didn't know quite what to expect in this episode i i kind of assume where episode one left off and is following the game kind of where it was going to go with it and i was like i think this is what's coming up i didn't say that to him right he does not like jump scares. He doesn't like zombies. He doesn't like any of those things. So we're cuddled up and I'm like, it's a good thing. I know when the scary things are going to come. Like I have a good idea. He's like, yeah, that doesn't help me. Right. Um, but uh, it it leaves a little bit more that's believable for him. Like he understood, like there wasn't any question. And, I, and, and the thing is, like after you finish watching it, he'll ask me a couple of things about what was different for the game. And obviously, one of the first things I said was about the spores and like these weird little tendrils that started growing out because I saw that. I was like, that is interesting. I don't remember that really quite like that. And he's like, spores, They're, those are like everywhere. I'm like, yeah, so it wouldn't make sense to have a whole world where, you know, wind is constantly blowing and <laughs> nothing really quite stays where it is. So right. that right. little change, it made sense to him. He didn't question it um, while watching it. Not that zombies and like, you know, brain taking over, mutating mushrooms make sense, but there's like a, there's gotta be a balance on there. And, and I kept cracking this joke because for dinner we, um we cook mushrooms. <laughs> And I was like, just think of it this way. They're just, they're just mushrooms. Mm. <laughs> That's all. He's like, those aren't edible mushrooms. I'm like, they're still mushrooms. As so we eat some. <laughs> we do eat some for sure. So the lady that passed, right? What, um, I'm trying to see how I want to ask this question. Like how close to, to the game is the connection between her and Joel? Like what's happening there? Oh, Tessa? Yeah. I would say it's it's pretty close. I don't I don't I think that they've definitely been there for each other for both the game and the, the TV series. I think it's the TV series is definitely showcasing it pretty well that they were close. Like over these last 20 years since the outbreak, they have been tied, you know, 
pretty close, whether it be intimately or it's just like, this is my partner. They got my back. And this is who I would go out on these little missions with. Right. Um, I think that they showcase that pretty well. Um, I don't know about the level of intimacy is as close as this is somebody that, you know, I trust as my partner to have my back to to save me to make sure that, you know, when we're going out on these scavenging hunts here, um, I don't quite have to worry about them. I, I think hmm. that's I, I that's the way I take it. And that's how I take it in the game. It's just they're definitely there for each other in, in this whole struggle about the changes in the world and everything that they've had to go through and they've toughened up from that. Um, but the scene um, within the Capitol uh, definitely, I think it was definitely spot on. Right. No, that was good. That was good. No, I like it. I like it. I think um, I think I like it more than I expected, which is great. And I'll, I'll keep watching. How many more we have? Do we know? I think there's nine episodes all okay. together. But then we'll we'll rock out for for those things. Anything else on that before we talk about the showcase on the 25th? Um, I just I I just hate having to wait till Sunday. I don't even know what time it comes on. I think I, I just I didn't check. I was just like, okay, I know it's today. I'm gonna wait. And I I think it's I nine p.m. It. Eastern. Because okay. it's 4 p.m. for me that it's available on, on HBO. Okay. Yeah. I just waited. I watched it today. I was like, eh, just going to wait, chill, relax, you know, get a vibe, right? And uh, no, it, it's really dope. Um, final thoughts on the episode, episode two? No. Uh, no, I, I just really in, enjoyed it. Um, the next episode, episode three, I don't... But, title of that episode is long long time so we can always just make assumptions of what that's going to be like but there's nine episodes the last one airing on march 12th okay cool no i dig it i like i like what what i'm watching i'm enjoying it it's a suspense thriller right yeah that's what i classified it as less less it's not a horror it's not a horror i wouldn't label it as a horror (laughs) no it's not horror so uh so Bethesda developer direct Wednesday the 25th uh looking forward to that anything that you want to see uh, or I shouldn't even let me rephrase that anything you're excited about uh with with that coming up um, To be honest maybe just Redfall Okay I think that's kind of the only one to be <laughs> I kind of seem sad but I I think that's the only one I really want to see more of Okay. They uh, better be an update. I mean, they said they will. So hey, that's kind of it. I I, so, I don't I don't set myself up for like high expectations anymore. I just want to focus on just one one game, and you're gonna have it. I'm stoked. I'm good. Redfall looks good. Redfall looks good. So according to uh, you know the the announcement, the blog post, uh, extended gameplay for Redfall, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, and Elder Scrolls Online. And provide some latest news straight from the team at Arcane Austin, Turn 10, Mojang Studios, and Zenimax Online Studios. So that's what we're looking forward to on the 25th, which is Wednesday. And I'm excited to watch that. We'll be talking about that as well on the next episode. This is 634. The next one is 635. And looking forward to seeing what they're doing with this. Yeah, just a couple of days. I'd love to hear what you guys have to say, too, after that show. Um... But yeah, I guess, I mean, 
here's the thing if that's really i i hope they have more to talk about than just those games i mean i want to hear about surprises yeah i i don't know what surprises but i don't know i guess i I'm, i'm not a fan of elder scrolls online i tried it out just wasn't for me I don't really care for Forza. So that's not that's not really piquing my interest right now. Minecraft Legends is okay. But Redfall, of like of those like little teasers they give, Redfall is like the only one that's I'm like, okay, watch you because of this. Yeah, Redfall so I hope there's other really little good. I hope there's just more like little tidbits of stuff that they they can throw into there. That's just a surprise that, you know, nobody leaks or something. <laughs> yeah. No, um no no leaks or anything like that. Leaks aren't necessarily good for. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go. I was trying. Okay, um, then. So that's it for episode sixty-four. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go there. I'm I'm trying. I I don't want a headache this year. I don't want a headache this year. Uh, so Forza, I'm, I'm excited to see Redfall. I'm excited to see, and, and yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. <laughs> I don't have anything else. Uh, check out the book uh, podcast thing. What you should know. That's that's on Amazon. Uh, it's on Barnes Noble Press. It's it's at uh, those beautiful places, and um, I'm grateful for for your support. Any final thoughts, Daniela, before we get out of here? Oh man, I guess the only thing on my mind is don't take life too seriously. Enjoy it, have fun, relax, enjoy some games. Yeah, yeah, definitely enjoy some games. Definitely. So we're not we're not hitting that right. We're not hitting that hot topic. <laughs> we got we got to hit it or we got to leave it alone. That is that is entirely up to you. Uh, you got it. You, you go, you, you go, you go for it. I'll share some thoughts after let's, let's do it and get out of here. Okay. Wait, which game are we talking about here? <laughs> Forspoken. Oh, I feel like that's an easier game to talk about than, um, the other yeah. one that I had on my mind. Um, so Andrew was so polite to link me with this, uh, this, this TikTok video, um, content creator, uh, that she's actually very well-spoken. Like, uh, like the way that she presents her case and everything she has to say is just facts. Um, and I have to very carefully how word how I said that because I realized um, over over the course of a lifetime of learning, um, she happens to be a black creator. And like there's this whole thing about the way that you say somebody's well-spoken. It's not just because she's black and she's very well-spoken. It's just a it's the way that she presented the information that was very factual, straight to the point and, and truthful uh, that I, I do agree with. Um, so I just want to put that out first beforehand. Okay. So, so, so that's, that's dope that you did that. And I, and, um, and I, I appreciate you so much. You're, you're, you're really, really dope. Okay. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to give it back to you. So for me, it's a compliment when people say that, because part of my journey, I struggle with English, right? But for a lot of other individuals who are who are black, it's it's not based on what you said. So carry on. You got it. Yeah. And I always want to be mindful of how that's presented um, in case anybody ever comes across that. You're like, oh, is it because she's black? No, it's because she's an intelligent woman who just put out these facts and did it in a constructive manner that to me didn't feel like it was just spiteful. Um it was very factual and I, I 100% back her on it. So uh, in this TikTok video, which I, I feel like I got to give her credit, obviously. Um, what was her username on there? Confetti? Oh, Milady Confetti. Yes. Um, she, she pretty much said that she would not be 
backing or supporting Forspoken um, content creators. We're constantly, you know, presenting our media packages, going out for sponsorships uh, and trying to work out, you know, pay gigs for ourselves. Um, everybody does that. And what she was presented as, I guess, uh, what is the word? Um, part of this negotiation was 70% less than what she was, you know, she's worth. And that is pretty much to anybody a slap in the face, um, especially uh, when you work so hard and you're putting, getting your name out there. People know who you are. Uh, everybody knows what their worth is. And then for somebody to come back and say, no, uh, you're only worth 30% of that. Mm. <laughs> and then to do it for, you know, the game comes out a week before Black History Month. Um, if you don't know who Milady Confetti is, she is a Black content creator. Um, obviously, this game is going to be huge. Um, it is, uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. But like kind of hearing this and seeing her experience and hearing about her experience, I kind of like, huh, now I'm kind of stuck because okay. you have you have like how did Black Oni word it on his TikTok? Black Black Girl Magic because he was um he has a review copy of it. He's going to be experiencing it. Uh, and then you're not going to give Black creators for stibs. I know a lot of people are not going to like that that take on it. I know a lot of people are not going to like that take on it. Right. But I also believe. First of all, you you have a colored woman, a black woman, a minority as the star of this game. Uh, you're coming out a week before Black History Month. That is the best marketing that you can possibly have is giving the game paying content creators, black content creators to market and advertise this game for you. I, I have a. Quick interjection. So you said you said colored. Add additional context to that so they don't come for your neck because you know how the Internet is. <laughs> I don't I'm want them still, to come for you. I'm I just don't learning. want them to come for you. I'm still learning. All shades that is not white. I don't know. Okay. I, I just don't want them to come for you. I just, I just I'm going to go out. and cover the umbrella here. I'm sorry if that's a cop out. I'm still learning here, if anything. Because because I, I don't want them to come for you. So. um because I, I know you don't mean any malice or any ill intent, but we know how the, the Internet is. And um, so I just want to make sure that you're you're good because I don't want them coming for you. So. My so, yeah, so it always expand further and education <laughs> can always expand further here. Mine, too. Mine, too. So I don't know how to feel about this. Right. So that's one of the reasons I was trying to think if I wanted to like address it or not address it. I don't know um, because when it comes to things on the internet and things that are presented in such a manner that it was presented according to that TikTok video, for me, it always feels like I need to know like additional information on how we got there, right? Because it's, it's one thing to present this particular case, right? But I wasn't part of that negotiation, right? And I don't know how the conversation went in that negotiation. So for building a scenario here, which could be completely um, off, right? But let's just let's just go with this. If you did not present it in a kind way, if you were disrespectful or whatever, do you expect to get that just because it's a black character in the game, right? The answer is no, no right? Why, why? Why would you expect that, right? So I don't know if 
your case was presented in, in such a dope way where, you know, they really wanted to work with you because if somebody doesn't want to work with you, they'll either not work with you or not give you what you're asking for. And in turn, you don't work with whatever that particular company is. Right. So I think that there's a lot when it comes to, you know, clips like that, like that particular clip. Now, let's say everything went according to the way it was supposed to go. And she feels slighted based on that, then that's a different thing. But we don't have those details either, right? All we have is support Black creators, support Black women, because this is what happened, right? It's almost like it's, and and I'm very careful with a lot of those things. It's like, believe women. It's almost like saying all of them, even the ones that lie, right? So that's very tough. And, and that seems you know, well, I'm, I'm being mean. I'm not being mean. Like people lie about things, right? Just to make it seem like, okay, so because you believe all women, just using that as an example, then they do no wrong, right? So I think that it's an interesting case with those clips. When it's, it's looking at a particular demographic, I always take a step back to just wait for more information because we don't know. We don't know. Maybe you didn't present it in such a way where it was compelling enough for you to get the amount that you, you wanted to get. Maybe you did. And the fact that they didn't give it to you, it's not necessarily a race thing though, all the time. Right. So I'm trying to be fair. Uh, any thoughts on that? I understand being fair because you have to play both sides and just have a well-informed opinion about it. Um, I guess for me, I'm not, I'm not, I won't say that Milady um, Confetti, I know her directly or I've ever had personal conversations with her, but I have admired her work from afar. Um, I do follow her and I see the content that she puts out. I see the, the circles that she runs in and how she presents herself. So I think to me, it's a little bit kind of shocking. Right. Because you, you see certain, you see certain types of creators who have worked hard and, you know, get certain opportunities and you know that they deserve it. But then, you know, when something feels kind of out of left field, like, well, why wouldn't you give her like she, she does really great work. Again, I don't know her personally. I don't know what she's like behind the scenes or if she's done wrong to anybody, but for me, just seeing what she's, she has done and what she has put out and her consistency right. on top of that. Right. And they could say the same thing for us too. That's right? true. Yeah, that is true. But for me, I think just having that support for me from me initially and just feeling like that seems kind of wrong. That's my my gut reaction to it. Right. So, yeah, I think it's just missed opportunities. And even if it wasn't just her, um, where is the market uh, marketing for um, for that? Like, where's the diversity in it? Like, I don't. I do have to agree that I feel with it coming out before Black History Month, that is very much a missed opportunity that I'm not seeing from them take advantage of, mm. which I feel a certain way about that, too, <laughs> about, you know, uh, certain brands doesn't even have to be video games, but certain brands capitalizing on certain, you know, minorities and groups during specific times of the year. But at the same time, I'm thinking, you know, people has got to make you got Got to get that bag somehow. <laughs> and you know what? If that gives us other people and content creators the opportunity to get out there for other moments, any other time of the year, great. So I have like a weird balance in between those two where I understand from a marketing point, 
uh, standpoint of certain products versus, you know, being within a minority group and just feeling like I'm just a checklist. Like there's a little bit of a, a balance there, but I am never mad at anybody who feels like you're, they're, they're selling out. You're making money. <laughs> yeah. It's, there's um, a certain balance that you got to feel comfortable with, but we all got bills to pay. Yeah. It, it's an interesting thing, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. But I definitely wanted to. Um, I'm, I'm glad we touched on it because it is an important conversation. But there's a lot of details that we don't get to see when we're seeing a clip. And I, that's the first time I've ever seen any of her videos. Um, and I I don't know. I don't know. Other than what I saw, that was the first video that I've seen. Right. And with that video, there's still a lot of things that we don't know about the situation. Maybe we'll get more. We'll see. Um, final thoughts? Um, I think that's uh, the hottest topic. I notice I have been avoiding saying certain things about certain games. I think I'm going to continue that. I know that's probably not the best way, but I'm not here to have arguments on the internet. <laughs> no, no, we're not. No, we're not. So, so that's it, right? For episode uh, 634. Daniela, where can they find you? You find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, TikTok, all those wonderful things at Miss DJM. And Andrew, where can they find you? They can find me at Uriah, U-R-I-Y-Y-A. I also want to say thank you for Butters Basics for inviting me on her show on Clubhouse. I really do appreciate that. I actually grew up with her, which was very, very um, nice to just have a conversation with somebody uh, to see the growth over time. So I, I thank you for that. So to all who are supporting, I really do appreciate it. Uh, it's um, I'm going with the organic approach uh, to to this. So if you want to have a conversation about the book, feel free to reach out at Uriah, U-R-I-Y-Y-A. And until next time, take it easy. Bye, guys. <laughs>